Welcome to the Vitality Coach Podcast with me, your host, Nikki Fogden-Moore. Join me for celebrity interviews, behind-the-scenes training sessions, combined with practical advice on how you can feel fantastic. Tune in for easy-to-implement tips and tools on healthy food and fitness. Learn how to look and feel your personal best without turning your life upside down. Welcome to Feeling Fantastic. Hi guys, welcome to this episode of the Vitality Coach. And at the moment, I know that I'm not posting every week. We're in the middle of launching a massive corporate vitality and online program as well for my individual clients. So please bear with me, but I will pick up the momentum. I wanted to kick off this week's podcast with a really fantastic guest, Yvette Adams, award-winning IT communication specialist. And she's written a book called No Kidding about making sure that you're up to speed with technology for your kids and how fast it's going and not to be afraid of it, but what actually to embrace, harness and understand. I wanted to bring that into a different perspective and say, how do we balance active living in a fit family with all the technology bombardment that's having today? This morning, I had a chat with a mum on the beach that said that a lot of her kids are just not wanting to go outside anymore. They're glued to the iPad and to screens and everything else, and we have to get our children moving. We have to make healthy living a part of their DNA and a part of their lifestyle. So I chat with Yvette Adams on how you can actually build that in and understand the balance between technology and on-screen time and outdoor time for your children and obviously for you as well. Don't forget the moment I've got the Vitality Roadmap free. It's your chance to engage with me. I answer every email. It's a a mini program to get you started to creating 2015 and really make things happen, getting those lists off the page and into action. Uh, It's free to subscribe on the vitalitycoach.com.au. I'd love to see you there. Hop online and then within the first couple of emails, you know you can email me back and I do respond personally. I just want to also do a special shout out to the Santa Group workshop guys that I gave a presentation to last week and working with them on Mission 2.0 and really achieving the next level of elevation of creating high performance in their team and their leadership positions. Thanks to them all for some fantastic feedback. To Carrie, who has gone and swapped her McDonald's milkshakes for my green smoothies. To Paul, who has achieved amazing Um, health and wellness goals and now refining that to be able to go and play cricket with his kids Um, and we're calling him Casanova he's now taking his wife on date nights as well you don't need to make things elaborate guys the online booking system for buying tickets for the movies and all sorts of things can make you an automatic Casanova as well so don't forget that bringing balance and vitality into your life means communicating and caring about your loved ones Um, To Mark, who opened up as well in the workshop, I want to say thank you very, very much. No, it is never too late to look and feel your healthy, fantastic best. And I know that it's a continuous goal to balance that sweet spot with work and life. And actually, everything is integrated now. There is no one or the other. We can't compartmentalize. We have to see everything as a complete lifestyle change. So thanks so much to Alison, to Paul, Mark, to Kerry, to Panya, to Anita, to Pawan, Um, and also to Paulo, um, to Michelle, and uh, all the guys that were in that group as well. You guys did a fantastic job. To Eddie, uh, I know that you're going to give up smoking, Eddie. I can just see it. You're just too fit not to do it. So remember, when you have a big enough why, anything is possible. So I urge you to find your why. Let's get started with this podcast. I've got some great interviews coming up over the first quarter of this year. If you'd like to hear anything specific, don't forget you can leave me a note on the show notes. This one will be uh, vitalitycoach.com.au 
www.ghostbusinessbook.com.au forward slash episode 44. I look forward to touching base with you after this podcast and telling you more about the Vitality Roadmap and how you can sign up for free to connect with me. Enjoy. Hi guys, welcome back. It's the Vitality Coach Podcast again and this is a really, really special topic for me. It's uh, going into this technological warfare with fresh air and keeping our kids active and I'm really blessed to have a local Sunshine Coast but international player, Yvette Adams from the Creative Collective who's just written a book called No Kidding, all about keeping kids tech savvy and we're going to put it to you, Yvette, of how we keep that balance in a world of online and computers and iPads and iPhones, Mm. how do we keep our kids healthy? So, well, first up, some context for the book, and then I'll tell about the healthy bit, because I wrote the book because I'm really entrenched in this IT space, and I just think there's so much negative conversation about there, out there about, you know, technology is evil, social media is evil, cyberbullying, the kids spend too long on it, they're not active enough. All of those comments are valid and very much in the media space, and I think common discussions. But I guess from my side of the fence, I wanted to throw in the mix, you know what, technology can actually be really cool as well. And a default uh, setting of I'm not going to let my kids do it because it's dangerous is really easy for you to just say no. But it's also pretty naive. Pretty naive. And guess what happens when you say no? They do it anyway and they do it with no guidance and you're totally unaware of what they're doing. So to give the analogy, it's like a lot of kids are on Instagram as young as eight and nine years old and the legal age is 13. Most adults don't know they're on Instagram or what they're doing. And that's kind of like saying, yeah, you can go to a party, Instagram. I don't know who is there. I don't know what you're doing on it, but I know you're at this place called Instagram. So it's pretty irresponsible, really. And I'm basically, in this book, giving a call to action, saying to parents, come on, guys, skill up, you know, and for the sake of your kids. Um, one, because they're very much using it, whether you want them to or want them to or not. It's a very digital future as well. And if you actually don't embrace it, you're disadvantaging their future as well because technology underpins every single career right now, whether it is a job or whether it is an entrepreneurial pathway they want to take. And so if they don't have these ICT skills, their options are really limited. All the traditional industries as we know it have been or are being disrupted right now. So that's kind of some context. Now, in the same breath, we need to definitely discuss well, how much time on technology and in what context do we go on it. Um, so I didn't even know the answers to those questions. I'm a, I have a 10-year-old and a 7-year-old, and I had to research to find them out. The interesting thing to me was the guidelines say what they say, and there's American guidelines and there's Australian guidelines. The general rule is under two, zero time. Zero screen time is what they recommend. The reality is most kids have been handed a device before that age. You'll get really righteous parents saying, oh, no way, I'd ever let my kid do that. But every parent reaches despair in the restaurant, in the car on the way on the holiday. You know, they're trying to have a conversation with their girlfriend at the cafe, and they just go, here, and whether the kid's just slobbering on it or actually looking up YouTube at age 18 months old, which they can do, um, that's just what happens. So, look, then they recommend about two hours a day for sort of two to eight. It depends which uh, source you're getting that from. But the reality is most kids are using it a whole lot more than that. So I don't think it's that scary and crazy in that, I mean, you and I grew up with TVs and there was always conversations around kids watch too much TV. It's not that different. It's still a screen. It just happens to be held a little bit closer and there's radiation in that palm as well. But um, 
on the fitness train, you can definitely use technology to become fit. So if the kid loves the phone or whatever it is, the iPod, what are some apps you could get to get them fit and engage them? And I've talked to tons of teachers that whatever it is the kid is into, math, science, reading, using technology, suddenly it's a whole lot cooler. It bridges the gap. It totally does. And I think think you're completely right. We would be totally naive to not understand and embrace that this is a technologically fast-paced world and Mm -hmm. our kids are way ahead of most – uh, most adults these days they are. and we need to just acknowledge it embrace it and find that sweet spot balance between you know accepting this is the way people write now they tap you mm-hmm. know um, and and they converse with each other that way and everything else so if it's a way to balance out the first thing I would say to, to parents as well is lead by example mm-hmm. you know have digital detox time yourself yeah put your iPad down in the evening don't turn the television on take the dog for a walk Blend fresh air moments, go at school sports activities, actually start doing lifestyle stuff with your kids. That's the first thing. Definitely. I mean, you know, uh, for me, table is a no-go zone and I have to lead by example. And there has been the odd occasion where it's in my pocket and it buzzes and you pull it out and you have to stop yourself and go, no, you shouldn't be answering that right now. It's dinner time. So absolutely lead by example. Um, I've seen some shocking stats come out recently too where it said, you know, if there's one thing you could get your parents to do better of kids, what would it be? And they're saying for them to actually listen to me and not be on their screen all the time. So I think, you know, here are all the parents pointing fingers that the kids are on it, but parents definitely and adults full stop need to um, be more conscious of that as well. Well, I think that's the reason why kids are picking this up is because I don't know if you're like me, but you sit in an airport a lot and you just watch people. They're not even talking. They're walking in front of them with a Mm -hmm. phone. Um, You know, kids are always on that sort of things, but parents are doing it too. So the first point of call is take responsibility for yourself and think what environment and what kind of routines can we set up for our kids that we're actually going to say weekends, we're going to go and do this. Six o'clock onwards, there's no iPhone, iPad time. What I do now is I plug my iPhone in and my iPad and everything else, and I put them away, uh, and I have them charged, and I have everything on silent. I actually have my phone on silent all day. Mm-hmm. Um, I, I've been doing that now for three weeks. Mm-hmm. So now wow. I only check it when I need to because I'm so busy and um, – you know, our job takes a lot of creative uh, mm-hmm. time as well, and I find if I'm always answering phone calls and a slave to the phone, I'm never going to be delivering great work. It mm-hmm. stresses me out as well. Yeah. And if we can actually create an environment at home where kids see that there is a place and time and that there are other things to do. Mm-hmm. Um, and also get back in the kitchen with your kids. Yep. So even if you are using the iPad, take off the game and put on some recipes. That's exactly some cooking. Right. Like Pete Evans has got some fantastic healthy kid recipes as well. Great cookbooks are all available online now. There's no excuse. If you're going to be using it for something. Yeah, that's exactly what I talk about in the book is um, left to their own devices. Kids will just look on social networks, change their profile 100 times a day, write crap, listen to crap, read crap. Um, and, you know, you need to show them, hey, did you actually know you can make money on Facebook? Hey, did you actually know you can look up recipes online and watch videos and get tips and why don't you cook dinner and do all that using this technology? That's exactly what I'm on about in the book. Hey, you want to lose some weight? You want to get fit? You want to eat healthier? Look at these apps. They can help you do that. And now, of course, there's all these wonderful wearable technologies, Mm. which I talk about in the book as well, some of which I'm sure people would have heard of, like Fitbit and so on, but some of which maybe they haven't, like Hexoskin, which actually tracks, you know, the amount of sweat and your temperature and can adjust that and what you're wearing. So there's yeah. all sorts of cool technology. I just get so excited about it. And um, the other part of the thing piece for me is 
I want kids to know about this stuff um, and then become the creators of it because that's where the future is as well. At the moment, we look to America all the time and elsewhere overseas um, for countries that are producing the games and the um, movies and the apps and the websites. We need to do more of that. We're doing some of that. Australia has definitely some good online success stories. But if kids aren't aware of what's even possible to be created, then they're not going to know that that's a possibility to do it. Exactly. And I think that's something you and I will be talking about later is, you know, designing a really fantastic app to get kids outside and families outside so that we can give people the tools and ideas that it has a list of. The other thing is when kids come home from school and they need a snack, one of the things my clients do is they have a printed out laminated list of all potential snack ideas. So Mm -hmm. rather than going through and making bad choices, they open the pantry or the fridge door and there's a list on there of ideas that the kids can have Mm because what the biggest thing that we do is we don't sometimes we're like oh we'll just make bad choices because we don't really think about anything else we're too tired so Mm -hmm. by giving your kids empowering them with the right information and getting them to think about using technology differently and actually being a part of that process and doing it yourself Mm -hmm. uh, is really cool so we could actually have um, you could have a family sort of healthy tracking system yep. that you get together and you print out something. So print things out as well. Don't keep everything screen-based. Put up a big, fun piece of paper on your fridge, write all your kids' names down it, and give people stars when they go and do something active. Yep. And then the kids should also give you stars when you go and do something active as well. That's true. That's a great idea. In the book, I've got an idea um, which is a printed-based thing, which is a technology charter. And I think a lot of conflicts and issues stem around technology in families too because they've never sat down and had a conversation about it in terms of at what age will you be allowed on what social networks and uh, what sort of content is appropriate. I mean, look, some schools do this better than others and maybe one cyber safety person might come around once and give them a few tips. But, you know, every family is different. So I don't say in the book, you know, do not let your children start social networks till the prescribed age. For me, that's too regimented. Um, it is the law, though, so you might want to be mindful of that. But, yeah, basically print the thing out, have that conversation, document it, agree on it, put it on the fridge. What was that chart called again? I've just called it the technology charter. And technology as, charter. Yeah, and as far as I know, I'm the only one who's ever created it. And, you know, in our family, how how long is okay at what age? And is weekends or school holidays any different? Um, what's the consequences if you break that? If you're found to be in your room at 11 o'clock at night and still on Facebook, what happens? So think about all that stuff, using the technology charter as a guide before it happens, and um, hopefully that will alleviate a few issues in the family. And it will also enlighten the parents, I think, on what's going on. They'll probably find out their kids are on stuff they had no idea they were. Exactly. So just to recap that, you know, first of all, I think I don't know what know what page that's on, but we'll put references in there and Yvette will yeah. find it while I'm talking. But what we'll do is give your kids the knowledge. So first of all, you need to have a conversation with your partner about making guidelines before you have it with your kids. What page it's on? Page, page 42. Page 42 of the No Kidding book is the technology charter. Have a conversation first with your partner or your spouse and then once you've agreed the, the rules of engagement about technology in your house for the, the foreseeable future, you might want to review it again in six months' time or when your kids get a little bit older or as technology progresses, then sit down with your kids and actually print it out and don't hide it again, but print it out, make a team plan and stick it up on the fridge and actually have the conversation. Mm. And don't just wait for something to happen and then deal with the issues, but actually be proactive as a family. This is a, an issue that's not going to be going anywhere. Technology is very much a part of our mm-hmm. lives. Uh, you know, how stores open when we pull up into a driveway these days. 
fridges restock themselves and order things from online supermarkets with technology. There's mm-hmm. all sorts of stuff happening. We need to embrace it yeah. and empower our kids and ourselves to, to lead and be proactive. Absolutely. I agree with all of that is exactly what I'm on about. And um, another piece in terms of, you know, turning it off or even using it in a different way, rather than both of you sitting there on the couch on technology and not talking to each other, use technology as a talking point. So get the kid to teach you something they know about it. So, you know, say, okay, Instagram, I'm interested. Tell me about it. How does it work? Or, um, you know, what's your favorite app at the moment? Can we play? Can we play each other? Um, yeah. So make it a bonding kind of thing, coming at their level. And you know what? They'll puff their chest out. They'll be so proud that they're teaching you something. Great bonding time. And suddenly you're on their level and open rather than just barking saying, you know, don't go on it and get off it and spend too long and all these very negative things. <laughs> and I think that's really great. I want that level of interaction to come back. We mm. don't even do it with our friends enough. Mm. You know, what happened to catching up and having humanly looking at someone in the eyes and maybe having contact? And so often now we're actually getting more withdrawn from personal contact from our kids. This is a generalization, but we're definitely not as um, as relaxed as we were, you know, a couple of decades ago. Everything's mm-hmm. higher, faster. You know, there's less time. Everyone's got to fit more into it. Um, Shanna Kennedy from Simplify Structure Succeed said she was teaching teenagers. She was talking to them at a school where she was once at, and all the teenagers aged between, I think it was 14 and 16, are highly anxious because they can't meet their grades. They're worried about study. They're exhausted because they're on social media for Mm -hmm. so many hours in the evening. They're yawning by 9 o'clock in the morning. Mm-hmm. You know, the thing is, we can't ignore what's going on. Yeah, that's all right. I talk about in the book, um, I can't believe uh, where some people are at. I was in New Zealand with an old school friend of mine. She had a 15-year-old, and she'd said, get off Facebook's time to go to bed. So the daughter just lived on Facebook. So off the daughter went, holding an iPod, and I waited till she was out of earshot, and then I said to my friend, you do know she can go on Facebook on the iPad, on the iPod, don't you? And she said, no, that's why she booted her off the computer. So that's where some parents are at too. And, um, yeah, meanwhile, just like you're suggesting, she was up all hours. No wonder she was tired at school. No wonder her grades weren't good. That had to stop. And, yeah, the girl wasn't too happy with me being the one who <laughs> let mum in on what was really going on, but someone had to. Well, maybe what we could do on the show notes for this podcast, and, and I'll also put it in the transcribed notes, is we should do top ten tips for parents on the latest technology from mm. your book. Let's mm. just take a couple of inserts out to say Facebook can be accessed from all these things. Mm-hmm. You know, Instagram – um, doesn't have any kind of, you know, sort of restrictions. And well, filters anything or online, anything. really. They can yeah. get on anything online using devices that have Wi-Fi, so, yeah. in a summary. But, yeah, we could definitely put some tips together. And also some tips on security settings. Um, I know that you can call Telstra in Australia and you can get certain security settings put on Wi-Fi in your children's phones and mm-hmm. everything else. And so without being a stalker, you've got to tell your kids what you're doing. So don't be behind their backs, but just have an honest conversation. If you want your kids to be honest with you, then you're going to have to be honest with your kids as well. Absolutely. And I, I have to say, my child, Roxy, has four legs and no thumbs because she's a dog. But <laughs> Technology overuse is not exactly. a problem at the current time? Not at the moment, but I do have a lot of uh, kids with, with uh, cl- friends with kids. And, of course, you know, uh, most of my coaching is with people that are running extremely big businesses and busy families. Mm-hmm. And they're like, how do I – my teenager's doing this. I'm exhausted. And I say, get back to basics. Lace up your shoes 
book holidays with your kids that are outdoors in nature. Mm -hmm. Find something that's going to be relevant to them. There's nothing worse than dragging a 15-year-old around a mountain when she wants to be out shopping with her mates. Mm -hmm. I mean, let's be realistic. You've also got to do stuff with your kids that's going to relate to both of you. Mm -hmm. But stop making excuses and really be in charge of the lives that you want to have with your kids and sit down with them and explain why. Don't just say no, Mm -hmm. but explain why health and wellness is important and why you need to get back to nature and outside of the concrete jungle and stuff like that. Absolutely, yeah. Got to balance it all up. I mean, my kids love technology. I encourage it, but we most definitely go for bushwalks and on holidays and do a lot of active activities. And, yeah, I don't mind if they come back after being out, you know, kayaking or whatever and flop down and watch a movie or go on technology for a while. It is definitely all about balance. Yeah, it's all about balance. And I think that's a really, really great way to to kind of wrap up this thing as well. What we're going to do – Keeping your kids active is all about balance. It's not about denying what's out there with technology at the moment. It's about understanding it, embracing it, making it part of the conversation with your kids and understanding what boundaries you need to set in depending on what age is there. Don't be afraid to ask questions. Should we put some links as well on um, good websites that parents can find information? Definitely, yeah. Well, good ones, that would be the No Kidding one. I'm always popping up stuff I find in there, nokidding.com.au. And there are actually 500 websites and apps covered in this book. Yep. So, And there's a whole lot more that could have been in there and there will always be more emerging. But I hope that by introducing them to them in the book, they'll get a bit of a, a passion and a thirst for finding more and going, well, if that's possible, then what's possible after that? Or even creating them and kids getting into technology and using it as part of their future as well. Yeah, you can even talk to your kids about designing their amazing app that they'd want to have and, you know, explore that intelligent side of things as well. So keeping our kids active is actually a philosophy. It's about how we approach life. It's not a chore. It shouldn't be a task. It active should be part. mind as well. Active like just mind. mindlessly looking at social networks. And yeah, stuff. exactly. So so blend it into your lifestyle with your, with your family. Plan it in your weeks. Don't just be a slave to the hours and to saying, well, life's too busy, everybody else at school, the other mums aren't doing it. You know, if you really want to lead by example for your kids, you've got to start having healthy food choices in the pantry for when they come home from work, tasty, healthy choices as well for when they come home from school, when you come home from work, great outdoor activities together as a family that they've grown up with, that not suddenly it's a horrible um, you know, lifelong sentence to having to go and train with mum and dad, mm-hmm. but it should be fun. Mm-hmm. Stand up paddling, kayaking, fun ball exercises, join a team sport, take them rock climbing. Yeah. Maybe kid, parents need to be kids again. Maybe, and they'll find it hard probably to start with because they haven't done it for a while. They might find a few muscles they didn't know existed, but once you get fit after you've through that pain, it's really good. You want more of it and kids love it having an active parent that's one of my motivations as well I just think god I don't want to be that overweight you know person who's going yeah go that looks good and not able to actually participate I want them to remember me as an active fun mum that they definitely engage with and who wasn't just looking on from the sideline and Ian Ian Adwire said you know one of the things that he recommends um is playing with a, a a child that's between two and four is the, one of the most exhausting activities you can do because they're never still. Yeah, and so they want repetition over yeah, and over and over exactly. again, the same thing. And you'll be chasing them around, you'll be using muscles you didn't even know you had, you'll be on all fours, you'll be running through things, you'll be doing all sorts of stuff. So I think in order to keep your kids active, you have to be an active parent. Mm-hmm. An active parent in the lifestyle that you lead, and an active parent in the conversations that you're having with your kids. And parent actively too. Be you know, explore the technology. Don't just default and go, I'll leave you to it. You're on there and I'll do my thing, you do your thing. It's um 
time for parents to step up and take on more information so they can parent right around technology. Fantastic. I love it. I know we're going to be doing more on this together and um, hopefully I could provide some some nice, easy sort of fit tip ideas to your parents that are in the no kidding category as well and Mm -hmm. that are facing this technological kind of it's not doom and gloom, it's exciting. It is exciting and fun, so it's hard to change the feelings of overwhelm and frustration into exciting and I'll give it a go, but I, I think we all can if we really give it a go, finding something that's interesting to you around technology. Exactly. So, guys, um, I'll put all this information on the show notes. Yvette, congratulations on your book, No Kidding. Thank you. Um, it's your second one after a six-year hiatus <laughs> from your first one. So, um, But I think really poignant, straight on the money on what we should be thinking at the moment and a lot of well-researched, easy-to-digest information for super busy people. So Totally. Even if you read one page and flop to sleep because I understand you're tired, you should get something out of the book. Exactly. So remember, to be have your kids active, you need to be an active parent, which involves parent parenting actively. Mm. So we'll put some ideas on that for you. Yvette, I know we're going to have a conversation again down in the future about something, <laughs> um, and I'll be having you back on uh, the show. Thank you very much for being a guest today. Listeners, I hope you enjoyed it. You can leave comments for Yvette and questions on the comments box in the show notes on the vitalitycoach.com. And until next time, I'll be sharing some links from a vet and we'll look forward to letting you know how we are keeping kids active. Thanks. Hi guys, I hope you enjoyed that podcast. I am going to be providing a combination of guest interviews, but also this year I've had a lot of response asking me just to do podcasts where I'm talking you through certain goals, milestones, activation, and topics that we talk about on Fresh Air, Fresh Food, and a Fresh Perspective. I just want to let you know that you can sign up to the Vitality Roadmap for free. It's the Vitality Roadmap on the vitalitycoach.com.au. Just hop online. It's going to be front and center on my website. Click subscribe. It's all free. If you're already on my database, you can still uh, subscribe to that separately. It's a complete integrated program. It'll give you links back to other podcasts. And most importantly, it'll give you links to me. And I do want to hear from you. I'm only going to give great content when I hear back from you on what you want to hear. Remember, this is about achieving the ultimate of your best self. So whether you're an entrepreneur, running a leadership team, building corporate vitality, or just managing your household, it is never too late to bring everything into the best perspective possible and it all starts with your mindset. It is never, ever too late to start treating your body with respect to having healthy food you enjoy and doing exercise you love. So reach out, let me know what you think of the podcast. Um, You can download information on Yvette Adams' book, No Kidding, on the show notes, thevitalitycoach.com.au, and all the other guests as well will be in a special area on our podcast section on thevitalitycoach.com.au. So sign up for the Vitality Roadmap. It's four weeks for free, and it's with me. Thanks so much, guys, and I look forward to touching base with you next time and introducing you to some new guests on the Vitality Coach podcast. Until then, stay healthy and happy. Thanks for tuning in. For all the show notes from this episode, tips, tools, and also my ebooks, hop online to www.thevitalitycoach.com.au. As always, health and happiness.